Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word this morning? <laughs> oh, yes. The word is going to be coming to you live and direct. Cooked. Cooked. Hot. It's going to be a hot word. Hot word. The vessel that God has prepared this morning is a burning flame. The vessel that God has prepared this morning is a light in darkness. The vessel that God has prepared this morning is gentle as a dove. The vessel that God has prepared this morning is no other person but our own first lady, Pastor Esther. Pastor Victor. Hallelujah. You may have your seat. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God. Praise God. This is too high. Wow. It's good to see everyone this morning. Praise God. First of all, I just want to thank everyone for being here this morning. I want to actually celebrate the choir. Yeah. Please put your hands together for them. You all are so amazing. Honestly. You may not hear it all the time, but we do appreciate you for what you're doing. And Emem, you know, when um, Pastor Peter was praying for you, the scripture that came to my mind is Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. That says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. He said, has he said it and will he not do it? So whatever God has told you, whatever you are believing God for, Whatever it is that you have heard God say, Amen, I want you to do this. He's reminding you again this morning that he is not a man that he should lie. If he said it, he'll bring it to pass. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you all so much. Amen. Well, our women's conference ended last week. Hallelujah. Praise God. Honestly, I want to use this medium to thank all the women in this church. I want to thank you all for what you did during our women's conference. Be fast. We are still on that theme. Be fast. It has not ended. Be fast. It didn't just end last week. We are continuing with it. It is a continuous thing. Praise God. It's not just a conference. Be fast and then it ended. No. It is something that we have to take along with us every single day. Amen. I want to thank you all for those that prayed, for those that did one thing or the other. I don't want to start mentioning names, but I want you to know that we appreciate you. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart because without you, that conference wouldn't have been a success. But I want to thank you for putting your hands on the plow and making sure that the conference was a success. And I want you to know that your reward will definitely not go, it will not go unnoticed. Amen. Praise God. Um, one more thing. Yes, thank you all so much. I want to welcome all our first-time guests. Thank you for being here this morning. I want you to know that we love you. Thank you for being here at Living World International Church. This is how we roll. Amen. So this is how we do it here. You are a family. I want you to feel free. Praise God. I want to thank all the pastors, all the ministers that are in this house. You know, living world cannot function with one person. Pastor, God gave pastor the vision, but the vision cannot go this far if you all are not there to make, to run with the vision. So I want you to know that we appreciate you. We love you. We thank you for every single thing that you do here at Living World International Church. You may not hear thank you all the time, but I want you to know that God, who sees both in secret and in the open, he sees everything that you do. And he is the great rewarder. And he will reward you. Amen. He will reward you. So don't say, oh, nobody's telling me thank you. Nobody's seeing what I'm doing. God sees every single thing that you're doing. And he will reward you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for our lead pastor. He's not here this morning. Put your hands together for our pastor. Let's celebrate our pastor. Hallelujah. You know, we need to learn, like Pastor Victor was saying this morning, we need to celebrate our own. Our pastor, he is a man of God. He is a loving pastor. He is a man after God's own heart. 
I'm telling you, he's my husband, but he's also my pastor. Amen. So I want to take this time. He's not here. I don't know if he's here, he'll be blushing. But I want us to just celebrate him. At least he's not here. To thank God for his life. To thank God for the ministry that God has given to him. Without him answering to that call, you and I will not be here today. And that also encourages you that whatever God has called you to do, you should do it. Be fast to do it. Because there are so many destinies that are hanging on that call. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can you stretch forth your hands and just pray for me as the word comes forth? Holy Spirit of the living God, I just yield myself to you. I ask you to have your way this morning. I ask you to take absolute control this morning. I yield my tongue. I yield my vocal cords. I yield my heart to you. May I not speak out of my flesh, but may I speak what thus saith the Lord this morning. Lord, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice that they will hear, Lord, that it will not fall. Your word will not fall on a stony ground, but it will fall on a good ground this morning. Hearts that will bear fruit, so God, fruits that will abound to the glory of your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 You do mighty things. You do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. You do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. You do mighty things. You do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. You do mighty things. You do glorious
Hallelujah, 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 Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit is putting in my heart. I know I have a few minutes to minister this morning. You unraveled me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies. I'm no longer I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God sing it to him sing I'm no longer a slave to fear I am child of God from my mother's womb from my mother's womb you have chosen me see love has come I've been born again to love family his blood flows through my veins your blood flows any trace of fear in us because we belong to this family of God thank you Jesus Father we give you praise we give you glory in Jesus mighty name we worship you may have your seat this morning put your hands together for Jesus hallelujah glory be to God glory be to Jesus hallelujah hallelujah thank you Father hallelujah you know, this morning, honestly, I'm here to awaken your spirit this morning. I am here to awaken, awaken the holy anger in you. Praise God. And my topic this morning is not too fancy. It is, just tell your neighbor, wake up. Say, wake up. If they are not answering, just shake them a little bit. Say, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Praise God. Last week we finished a topic, um, I mean a conference that we termed Be Fast. And this morning I want to continue on on that. And I've named this topic, Wake Up, Be Battled Ready. Be Battled Ready. Because the world that we are living in is not a fun fair. The world that we are living in, the enemy that you are battling with, He's not here to play uh, hide and seek with us. He's not here to play game with you and I. He is constantly, every single day, going to and fro, seeking you and I to devour us, to devour our children, to devour our loved ones. And you and I will not do 
God justice. We will not do our family, our children, our loved ones justice to just keep quiet and just go with the flow. We cannot afford to do that. Praise God. And this morning, I want to read a scripture before we start. Pastor Victor used that scripture when he was ministering last week in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16. He says, be very careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. Why? Because the days are evil. The days that we are living in, my brothers and my sisters, the days that we are living in is evil. I am not here to scare us. I am not here to put fear in you. But I'm here to awaken your spirit. Just like Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16 says that we should be wise. We shouldn't live like fools. We shouldn't live like those who don't understand the season that we're in right now. We shouldn't live like those out there who does not even understand whom the devil don't have. He's not after them. He's after you. He's after me. So we should not live like unwise people. Praise God. So with that being said, I want us to go to um, the scripture we used last week. I've been pondering and I've been exploring that scripture in Revelation chapter 12 from verse 14 to 17. Revelation chapter 12. Thank you, Jesus. Be wise. Don't live like fools. Because the enemy we are dealing with, yes, the battle we are fighting is already a one battle. But we have to enforce it here on earth. Praise God. It says, but the woman, let me start from verse 30. He said, now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half time from the presence of the serpent. Verse 15. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. That he might be carried away by the flood. I'm going to pause here. Then the other place I'm going to explore on is the next verse. There is a flood that the devil has released against your life and against my life. Whether you know it or not. Against your family, against your children, against your health, against your finances, against everything that concerns us. He has spewed it out. Some of them are waiting for the womb of time for it to be birthed. Some of them are already happening right now. And we cannot play a blind eye to it. We cannot just wander around like as if nothing is happening. It is time to wake up. Let me tell you. This battle, this warfare that we are in, it is not a war that has not been won. Jesus has paid the price. But if you and I don't wake up to enforce it, we will be a casualty. Yes, we are born again. Yes, we love Jesus. Yes, we confess Jesus. But may we never be a casualty in the name of Jesus. Why am I saying this? If you look at the war that is going on in Israel, between Israel and Hamas, I don't know much about that. But from what I see... And please don't quote me wrong. As a Christian, when you put your guards down, the enemy coming like they coming unaware. When you let, let's go to Second Thessalonians chapter five verse twelve. When you put your guard down, now I'm not saying Israel put their guards down, but they took them unaware. They took them unaware. Oh, I mean Second First Thessalonians chapter five verse three. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. As a believer, when everything is going well, nothing is happening, everybody is fine, children are healthy, bank account is green, you know, um, gas filled up the car, everything is fine. That is not the time to relax. 
That is not the time to put your guard down. That is not the time to say, oh, you don't have any reason to pray. There is no reason to worry about. There is no reason to wake up at midnight or any time to pray or to even read your Bible. And like he says here, when there is peace, safety, it is an absolute time to just relax because everything seems like it's working. But beware, be careful. Tell your neighbor, be careful. Be careful at that moment because the enemy is going to come in like a flood, unaware. It's going to bounce like this and it's going to come suddenly. That is the reason why the Bible says, pray always. Pray always. He said, men ought to always pray. Not sometimes, when, not when things are going well, not when things are going bad, not when things are smooth. No, he says, pray always. Always pray. Tell your neighbor, always pray. Always pray. Pray, always. pray always. Hallelujah. So I don't know the kind of flood that you're going through right now. I don't know if you even have any flood in your life. Maybe there is none that you're dealing with right now. But I want you to know that the days that we are living in is evil. And the day of trouble is coming. I am not prophesying evil to you or to me. But that day is coming. But the question is, are you prepared for the evil days? Are you prepared for the evil days? The devil is not against you coming to church he's not against you uh carrying your bible he's not even against you knowing the word but he is afraid of you enforcing that word because when you enforce the word of god the word of god has been given to you and i but the word of god cannot enforce itself you and i have to open our mouth we have to open our mouth Whether you believe it or not, there are people, if you read the book of Acts, I believe chapter 23, chapter 23 or verse 19, chapter 19, verse 23 or something like that. There are people who are looking at you. They want you to die just for the fact that you're existing. They don't like you. No, it happened in the Bible. The Bible talked about how that men gathered and they were fasting that Paul should die. They, they were fasting. In fact, they said they will not eat. They took an oath. They will not eat. They will not drink until they see Paul die. Now ask me, what did Paul did? What did Paul do? Just because he's a child of God. He, he was born again. The same way you and I, there are so many people who do not want you to leave. And you cannot live like a fool. We cannot live like a fool. That's why the Bible says, be wise. Don't live like a fool. You may say, oh, I am too young. Oh, I am too old. In the kingdom of Satan, there is nothing like young and old. If you don't take time, he's going to take you out. If you are a hindrance or you are a stumbling block to whatever he's assigned, he has determined to do. We know that his assignment is in John 10, 10, clearly defined. He comes to steal you and I. He comes to steal our health, our marriages, our children, our health, our finances, our calling. That is, that is all he wants to do. To steal it, to kill, and then he destroys. In this kingdom, you cannot, you cannot be a my, my, you cannot be a baby, you cannot be, um, you cannot be a puff puff Christian, sorry. <laughs> In this kingdom, you cannot be, you cannot be a jello Christian. Yeah, jello. No, seriously, you cannot be a jello Christian. You have to be in this kingdom. If you are not violent, you cannot get it. The Bible said the violent are the one that takes it by force. You have to be violent. You cannot just be like, oh, everybody loves me. Everybody is good. Everybody. You have to differentiate between your enemy and your foes. You have to differentiate that. Listen, let me tell you something. I was looking the other day. I said, let me see this thing in the Bible, enemy and force, enemy and force. And I looked through the dictionary. It said, enemy, those are the ones that are against you that you, you, you know, you know, this one is my enemy. But your foes are the ones that are close to you. Your friends that are very close to you, but they are looking for a way to destroy you. Those are the ones that you don't know. If you open your dictionary now and say, enemy versus foes that's what you see those that comes like friends those that comes closer to you they just come you know crawl inside you like they really love you 
but they are, they don't like you. Those are your foes. But at least your enemy, you can dictate them from afar. You know how to protect yourself. You know how to behave. But your foes are the ones you have to say, God, give me the spirit or give me discernment. Open my eyes to see them. Unmask them. They are everywhere. They are in the church. They are in your family. They are everywhere. But you need the spirit of God to open your eyes to see them. I'm, I'm preaching good. This, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Those are the ones you have to say, God, open my eyes to see. Praise God. Now let's go to the next verse. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We need to wake up as Christians. Because the enemy we are dealing with, he's not joking. He's not, he doesn't care if you are young or old. He doesn't care. He kills children. He kills middle age. He kills adults. He kills old people. He does not care. So if you think because you are too young, I don't, I don't have any reason to pray. I don't have any reason to get deeper with God. You are deceiving yourself. Because you have seen a lot of young people who grew up with you, your age mates, you may not know them, but you have seen them on TV, you have heard about them, they just die for no reason. Do you think you are better off than them? No, that is not true. The devil is after your destiny, whether you like it or not. And if you are not violent, if you are not a violent Christian, he will, he will take you out. He is going to take you out. This is not the time to start bickering and just looking at things that doesn't make sense. No, this is the time to be a serious Christian with God. This is, this is not the time to play church. This is not the time to be a hypocrite. This is the time to say, Lord, help me, Lord. Even if you are not strong, this thing is not something we can do on our own. We need God's strength. We need the grace of God. I'm telling you, my brothers and my sisters, I have seen some things that sometimes I just cry. I say, God, why? There are some things, just like uh, Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29 says, secret things belong to God. Only the things that are revealed to you and I, those are the things we can explain. There are so many things we cannot explain. Let's go to Revelation again, chapter 12. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says in verse number 16, let me start 15 again. Say, so the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. Hmm. But verse 16, this is where I have been, I've been pondering on this. It says, but the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon spewed out of his mouth. (laughs) And the dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring. Who keep the commandment, not the ones that are doing drugs on the streets, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. If you're a mother in the house, this scripture should make you become a prayer warrior. And even if you don't have any children, this, this scripture right here, If you feel like you're being lazy in your prayer life, this scripture right here should make you to arise with anger. Because if he's not after you, he's after your children. But now let's, it says, but the earth helped the woman. And we're going to explore that this morning. That the earth helped the woman. Do you know that if the earth can help the woman, the earth, we we are right here on the earth. The earth can also help you and I. Praise God. The earth, do you know that the earth can also help you? The Bible says everything written here is for our example, right? The earth helped the woman. And we are going to explore that in a few minutes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to go with me to Genesis. Genesis chapter 1 verse 11. And this is the prayer we are going to be praying this morning from this scripture. Genesis chapter 1 verse verse 11. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Genesis chapter 1, verse 11. Let me open my own scripture. And we're going to read together. Shall we read together? I want to go.
Amen. He says, and God said, God was speaking to the earth, right? One verse 11 said, then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit. So that tells me that the earth has ear to hear. You know, one thing is, I don't know, for some of you that are from Africa, I don't know if you have seen some old people, native doctors, when they have never been to native doctors, okay? You know, when you watch that one on TV, like some of Nigeria movies, but you've seen some old people that when they want to do something, they start, they pour it on the ground, they speak, you know, they speak to the earth, they call the nature, everything like that. See, this would, they are way ahead of some Christians. Because they are invoking the power of nature. They are invoking, they are speaking to earth. <laughs> See, when I read this, to be honest with you, it startles me. And I was asking the Holy Spirit, please open my eyes to see this more and more. Praise God. He says, so ask me, why would God address the earth? Why would God address the earth to bring forth? And why would the earth help the woman? Meaning the earth has emotion. The earth has it, the, the earth can help you. The earth has feelings because the earth understood that that woman was in trouble. And the earth came and helped the woman. Meaning the earth also has eyes to see. Meaning the earth saw that this woman was in trouble. And the earth arose and carried this woman to a safe place. Praise God. We are going to war this morning. The earth, we are going to call on the earth this morning to swallow up everything and if you're dealing with untimely death in your family you're going to speak to the earth and say earth no more you will not swallow any of my family anymore he has ear to hear he has ear to hear the earth will reject your children he will not he will not swallow your children but the earth will yield all her increase to our family to our children to our loved ones Gold is in the earth. Silver is in the earth. All the riches is here on the earth. We are going to call on earth this morning. The Bible says, God says, yield your fruits. Yield grass, yield herbs. And the earth did. Meaning the earth has ears to hear. We are going to enforce the word of God this morning. Amen. And the Bible says, the earth swallowed up the flood which the serpent spewed out. Meaning the earth has a belly. The earth swallows. The earth has a belly to swallow things. He swallowed the flood that was meant to destroy the woman. The earth opened up its mouth and swallowed up the flood. Hallelujah. Praise God. It means that wherever the enemy may gather, wherever they may gather on the face of the earth, you can command the earth to swallow up. <laughs> to open up and swallow them. Whatever that is holding your destiny. Any man, any woman that says over their dead body, will they see you succeed in life? As long as their foot is stepping on the face of the earth. You can command the earth and say, earth, wherever they may be, swallow them up. They will not live either. To see the goodness of God in them. I know the prayer sounds so wicked, but see, if you don't take them out, they will take you out. Hallelujah. If you don't take them out, I'm telling you, they will take you out before your time. So the more you know how to pray this violence, it's, not, it's from the scripture. This is not Pastor Esther's prayer. It's in the word of God. That is why I love David so much. David don't, he doesn't mess with the enemy. He said, God, he hit them on their cheekbones. Let their teeth fall off. So that when they smile, people will know that this is the person that did it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want us to go to uh, Genesis chapter 1 verse 24. We're almost rounding up. But I want, to, I want to provoke something in you this morning. I want you to... You see, you have to pray strategically with the word of God. Praise God. 1 verse 24, it says... Then God says, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind. 
cattle and creeping thing and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was God spoke to the earth. Now earth begin to bring out all the living creatures and the earth opened its mouth. Wham! And they all came out. And it was so. The earth has ears to hear. The earth has belly. The earth has mouth. The earth has eyes. Praise God. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, even as you go home, don't just listen to me. Ask him to open your eyes to see. I am still exploring this scripture. I'm telling you, since after the conference, I've been reading this scripture. I've been telling the Holy Spirit, open my eyes. Let me quite understand this thing because I've read it before. How come the earth came? The earth just came and helped the woman and took her to a safe place. And I begin to search the scriptures. Praise God. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 16, verse 32. Numbers 16, verse 32. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're not going to read everything, but we're going to see what happened here. When the enemy rose up against Moses, you better start using the earth to fight, to engage in your battle. Numbers chapter 16, verse 32. Shall we read one to go? These were the men that were against Moses. The earth opened up its mouth and did what? And swallowed them up. Are we still on the earth? Are you in heaven? Where are we? On the earth. We are going to use the earth. We are going to invoke that power this morning. Praise God. If you don't want to pray, that's fine. But as for me, I am not going to be alive and watch the enemy take my children, take my husband, take my destiny, or take anything God has given to me. Anyone that stands on my way and says over their dead body, should my children succeed or should my husband eat the fruit of his labor or to see me not make it in life, let the earth open up and swallow them. Amen. Praise God. Let the earth open up and do what? Swallow them. You are not, you are not more, you are not, you are not more righteous, more meek than Moses. The earth swallowed them up. Those that ganged up against him. The Bible says the earth opened up and swallowed them. Both their children, their household, everything that concerns them. The earth swallowed them up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's go to Numbers chapter 26 verse 10. There are so many scriptures about this. Oh my God. I don't know what to say. Numbers chapter 26 verse 10. I know some people are still like, is this, is, is, what is this? It's alright. Psalm 26 verse 10. Let's read one to go. And they became a sign. The same way. Any man, any woman that is holding your destiny. Wherever they are. Anywhere they have gone up. Wherever they may be. Let the earth open up. And swallow them. The Bible says. On that day that King Hosea died. He says that was when his eyes were open. Right? The same way. There are some things you've been praying for. There are so many things that you've been believing believing God for. Now, does it mean that God lies? You've been believing God for your husband. You've been believing God for your wife. You've been believing God for your healing. You've been believing God for so many things. The Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. Therefore, anyone that is standing on your way, you don't have to pray this prayer if you don't want to. But as for me, I will pray for me. I will pray for my household. Anyone, any man, any woman that have made themselves devil incarnate. That says, that says that they will not see the plan of God for my life come to pass. Or that they will not see my children fulfill their destiny. Or that says that they will not see living world fulfill what God has called them to do. In the name of Jesus, according to the word of God, let the earth open up and swallow them up. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the earth open up and swallow them up in the name of Jesus.
The same air that swallowed up the men that ganged up against Moses. The same air that opened up and swallowed up the flood that was spilled out to destroy that woman. Then the air opened up and swallowed anything that is contending with your destiny. Anything that is contending with your breakthrough. Anything that is contending with your health. Anything that is contending with your finances. I mean, I'm sorry. We are closing. We're going to pray. Psalm 41 verse 5. Psalm 41 verse 5. And we're going to read together. Let me tell you. When we say open your mouth and pray. You are not saying it for me. But I want you to know that the enemies are speaking. And if you don't speak. You will not see anything. Jesus created with words. Look at what the enemies are saying. Let's go, want to go. What are they saying? When will she die? You hear what they are saying? The enemies are constantly speaking. The Bible says this book shall not depart out of your mouth. It shall not. There is power in sound. When you go to Acts chapter 23 verse 23, the Bible says, The voice of the people prevailed over the voice of Herod. Over the voice of Herod. Acts chapter 23 verse 23, please. Let me make sure I'm reading it right. There is power in sound. When you sound, when you, when you, when you open your mouth and you decree, let's really want to go. 
sorry let me make sure that's the scripture acts chapter 23 verse 23 thank you holy spirit there is power in sound so he commanded the centurion to keep Paul. let me see hallelujah thank you jesus so he commanded the centurion to keep paul and to let him have liberty please can you find the scripture that says uh, either look thank you Jesus that says the sound of the people prevailed look let me look at Luke Luke chapter 23 thank you Holy Ghost I want you to see that so that when we say open your mouth and begin to decree raise your voice hmm? 223 Luke 23 23 thank you Luke chapter 23 verse 23 I want you to see that I want you to read it with me One to go But they were insistent Demanding with loud voices That he be crucified And the voices of these men And of the chief priests Prevailed 24 see what happened So Pilate gave sentence That it should be as they requested Do you know why Their voice prevailed over the voice of Pilate their voice was so loud so this morning whenever, not just this morning, whenever they say open your mouth and begin to pray let yourself hear your voice let the enemies hear your voice let them hear you declare the word of God it is not time to ponder and meditate in your voice, in your heart, no open your mouth and begin to declare it this morning we are going to pray the Bible says my enemies, they are saying when will she die? I've been looking at her. When will she die? When will he die? Ask me, what did you do to the enemy that they are wishing you death? This morning, I want you to begin to decree. I want you to invoke. I want you to call upon the earth and say, oh earth, any man, any woman, any boy, any girl, any devil incarnate, anyone that have positioned themselves, anyone that have given out themselves to the devil to use to stand as a hindrance to what God is set to do in your life, to stand as an opposing factor, to oppose your destiny, to oppose your children, to oppose your health, to oppose your life. This morning, command the earth to open up and swallow them up.
to yield her fruits or to yield its fruit to us. We can command the earth. The earth has ears, it can hear. It has mouth, it can spew out everything. The gold is in the earth. The silver is in the earth. We
the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to continue to pray this prayer. When you have time, research the scripture. Open the scripture. See how the earth have ears. It has mouth. It has belly. Whatever that belongs to you and I, that be swallowed up. We're going to command the earth to begin to vomit them. Begin to produce them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you're a father, you're a mother in the house. Lay hands on your children. So earth will not take them before their time. The earth will not swallow them before their time. Oh, no, 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 no. They will not go down six feet before their time. In the name of Jesus. Anywhere they are in life, no matter the geographical location, the earth will recognize them. It will yield increase. It will yield good food to them. But you will not take them before their time. In the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to pray one last prayer and then we are close. Praise God. I want you to pray for yourself. The Bible says in Psalm 79 verse 11. It says, let the groaning of the prisoner come before you. According to the greatness of your power. According to the greatness of your power, preserve those who are appointed to die. I want you to pray this prayer for your family. Because you see, the Bible we read in, the scripture we read in Revelation, it says, when the, when the dragon did not get the woman, he goes after his offspring. Now, you may say, I don't have children. When the devil don't get to you, he may go after your nieces, your nephews, your parents, your family, your siblings, knowing that if he can get to them, he has gotten to you. I want you to open your mouth this morning. See, we don't want to pray defensive prayer. We want to pray offensive prayer so that you have prayed up. That's why I say, are you bad? Are you ready when they battle on the days of evil? How ready are you? There are days that you may not feel like praying. There are days that I don't feel. Let me tell you the truth. Prayer is work. If someone tells you that prayer is not work, that person is lying. But now we have to pray. We must pray. We are going to raise up our voices and pray that prayer right there. In Psalm chapter 79 verse 11. Appointment. Death is an appointment. It's like you having an appointment. You can decide that you don't want it. You can cancel it. You can abort it. Before the end of this year, by the end of this year and beyond, anyone in your family, there are people who are dying every second. Any appointment with death in your family, with your siblings, with your family, with your loved ones, with anything that concerns you. It may be job, it may be finances, it may be your health, it may be your children, it may be your siblings, it may be anything. But any appointment that the devil has scheduled in the womb of time, waiting for it to manifest. This morning we are going to abort it, we are going to cancel it, we are going to decree and declare according to Isaiah chapter 7 verse 7, we are going to say it will not stand, it will not stand, let them take their cancel together, it will not hold, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. Any appointment with death in my family, any appointment with death in the with my siblings, any appointment with death with my loved ones, this morning, in the name of Jesus, we stand in the gap, we cancel it, we cancel it, we cancel it, we abort it, we abort it, we abort it, we decree, we decree. 
healing. As I was about to wrap up, I want us to pray. Matthew chapter 15, verse 13. And with them, Pastor Victor will come and lead us in our Matthew chapter 15, verse 13. This one, you're going to use it to pray for yourself. Because we don't want sudden diagnosis. Matthew chapter 15, verse 13. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. It says, whatever my heavenly father has not planted in me must be uprooted. Whatever God has not planted in your body, be it in your organs, in your cells, in your tissues, in every part of your being. See, if you're a woman in this house and you don't call on Mondays for prayers, I feel sorry for you. I don't care if you're married. The devil is no respecter of your identity. If you are young, old, young people die, old people die, middle people die. And in this church, everybody here is a youth. Nobody is old. Praise God. Nobody is old here. Even though we have young adults, everybody here is young adults. So we still have a lot to do for God. So if you are here in the house, use this scripture to pray for yourself every single day. Every single day, pray for your children. You don't want tomorrow, they say, oh, we just saw this. No, 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 it didn't just happen. It has been cooked in the realm of the spirit. And the earlier we attack it, the better. We are going to pray this morning. You are going to ask God. Let the Holy Spirit do a scan in your body. In your cells, in your tissue, in your organs. I don't care if it has been diagnosed. You know about it. The one known and unknown. I want you to pray this morning and say, Father. Anything you have not planted. This is Jesus speaking. Whatever God has not planted in my body. This morning I command you to be uprooted. Be uprooted. Begin to pray. Be it in your organs. Be it in your cells. Be it in your tissue. Be it in your mind, in your brain. Every organ, every tissue in your body. Holy Spirit of the living God. Come through my hair, from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Whatever you've not planted in my body. Whatever you've not planted in my womb. Whatever you've not planted in my breast tissue. Whatever you've not planted in any organ. In my kidney, in my lungs. Whatever you've not planted. Put your hands together for Jesus. As I come across the 